Welcome to the uh, Badminton Podcast. Um, one thing that I've been doing, and I feel like it's kind of sucky that this podcast is going to be kind of in the back end. hasn't It's not going to come out on on a Friday. This one's just going to be loaded up because we've been behind. But it's Wait, no, okay. this is gonna be the isn't this going to be the first one we? Oh no, this no, is gonna be the we have last week. Uh, the third one will be. So it is our. This will be last week's. I thought we were um, way behind though. We're not that behind. We're doing okay. We're okay. Okay. Yeah, words of Kendrick Lamar. We gonna be all right. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, no, but actually, on a topic of music, I was telling Tim about this, and I've started a little bit of a project. Mm. Um, and I, it's basically a chronological write-up about the music, the local music scene from my POV. And I was telling Tim about it, but I wanted to expand more on it because we were saying it saying over the phone i feel like it doesn't really explain what it exactly was but my reasoning was that one of these days i think two nights ago um i was listening to sleep is for the week which is one of chance's songs and it was um it made me like really emotional because that song like and chance knows this because that song is super nostalgic um and it came out like during that's our senior year like during the first semester end of first semester like winter break like christmas time our senior year and it made me realize like that that time period you know everyone knows me knows i'm like a super big music nerd but that time period was like really really special for our age group because i feel like in no other time in history we saw like people express their creativity through music in a way that we've never seen before because of you know programs like youtube beats and fl studio and all there's the, a few different home, contributing yeah, factors soundcloud soundcloud was a huge one and like the boon of these artists like lil yachty lil uzi x coming out juice coming out from soundcloud who overnight like and people just feeling inspired like they could like they could make music, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I was obviously I was one of those people who could just like make music from their bedroom. You didn't need like a studio. You could just, you just need like a cheap mic or something and just have at it. And I realized looking back, like everyone, we had this super cool dynamic that we lived in where it's like, I don't know if we'll see it ever again, where we were in school and it was like, one guy makes music then the next guy makes music then oh he's making and then now people are just like collabing with each other and making these like it's like this huge community that just happened and sprouted overnight and it made me realize like it brings so much context to why like we like you know for instance like young chocolate or why we like nick the jew or finesse j like it's because they were part of a bigger movement it wasn't just because like their songs were good it's because of the culture around it like young chocolate was inspired by x and nick the jew was like you know inspired by a beat that nate made because nate was doing things you know trying to be like nf and it was just like all this whole dynamic that it's like this whole storyline that even if no one else knows about it like we know about it and i want to like document it you know what I'm saying? So like, I will say this too, just as a preface before yeah, we get into yeah. s- the some of the storylines that happened during that time that were, and I think that just starting out too is that it's it's kind of weird because from my perspective, 
it I, I like kind of like almost like I understand that this was all happening at the same time and that it was a special moment in history when you lay it out there and it was very cool that it happened but it's almost like uh in my mind it like uh wasn't I don't know like I was kind of just thrown into it you yeah know what I mean where it wasn't yeah. like uh that conscious of a decision oh or yeah it wasn't on the forefront mm-hmm. it kind of was almost like a uh it was like a B storyline. You know what I mean? It was like a B storyline yes, in a movie. Absolutely. Or it's like we're all still being seniors in high school. Don't get me wrong. We're all still having fun, thinking about graduating, you know, yeah. college and stuff. But it's this little, yeah, like you said, thing that's happening under the surface that it wasn't. I don't it didn't think, ever feel like that big. It never of a deal felt like a big deal. Or too yeah. Serious. Like we were just all having fun. Yeah. It, and was, it was very just, lighthearted. It was just kind of like what was cool at the time. Obviously, I still make music, so but it's kind of interesting when you look back on it it was like actually something really profound but we kind of didn't see it at the time we're just like having fun like oh this guy dropped this song and this guy dropped. Yeah. but we look back on it and i'm like wait i think that was actually something really special because no other time in history have you know what i'm saying people been able to do that like you had like one guy made music at school you know like maybe if you grew up in like the 60s or something like you had that one band that would form but you didn't have like overnight a guy was just being like, here's a yeah. song. And it could just, and all of a sudden everyone heard it, you know, on SoundCloud. It was a it's little like, bit different. I wonder yeah. if there, I wonder how widespread, we might have to ask our parents too, how widespread being in a band was. Cause I, it probably was only like one or two bands, but, but I feel like also it's different because it was so much more like personal and independent that like the way that we did music versus a band, you know what I mean? Especially even, I wasn't ever in a band, but I was definitely in like a music kind of group like the worship group you know what i mean which was like meeting for music definitely not a band um but i guess it was like i don't know but well yeah well i think what is it's, i don't know a distinguishing factor between a band in the older days and now is that these bands like um require so much work and it had and back then you had like cds or tapes or whatever like the, like the method of distribution was a lot more limited. Yeah, I think more people wouldn't and, record, probably. Is my I mean, guess. and even recording, yeah, like I said, the recording is was insanely difficult. It's probably do. a lot of people just jamming. It still out. is, even if yeah. you have a band. Like it still is. Like just recording drums is a whole like issue in itself. But like now it's like you had people and with a vulnerability too, like people kind of like saying stuff like not necessarily like vulnerabilities and like emotional vulnerability but people who like had no musical background or people who just were like inspired and would just rap about whatever was on their heart and i think the the thing with like x and juice inspired people to just talk about like their emotions or just be like have fun have fun on the track you know be be funny and stuff um and I feel like it was a special time because it's like you're just it was like you said it was very individualistic. Like these people got to just pick a beat they liked, sing on it, rap on it, and a lot of people got to hear it overnight. Like you, you just post on Instagram, like "Hey, check out my song," and everyone would hear it, and then people would be able to like think about it and be like, "Hey, if you if they liked it, people are, you're asking them like, "Hey, when you drop your next song?" And it's just and you see people linking up now, like, "Oh, I make music too. Let's work. Let's work together," and. I feel like it was special, man, because we were like in this moment in history where we were in high school, which was the exact age group that like X and Juice were in that like these pioneers in that industry. We were in that age group that was their market, but we were also co-producers 
you know what I'm saying, like co-people in that sphere. I will say obviously not to that level of success they have, but yeah. people who were on that wave, like people like as SoundCloud was peaking, we were part of the contributors. And I think it was, you know, now that SoundCloud's kind of dead, it was like something that was a special moment that I'm kind of like I was kind of thinking about it and I was like, damn, like I gotta like write this down. Even if like no one knows about it, even if like I just write it down for myself, like I should write it down just to remember. Cause it was such a like crazy moment like that. Like I'm, I'm like thinking, I'm like, that was like 20 people I knew at the same time making music all individually. And wow, they knew another 20 dude, I'm writing it right now. And there's like, that's there's, crazy. It's, it's like a lot. And it's like our whole, that is crazy. Our when whole, you say 20 people, that's a lot of people. And it's like our whole, I mean, think about like, even in our whole friend group, we barely like, like knew like 50 people at the time. You well, know what you, I mean? If, so that's crazy. If you think about it, man, like people. in my own friend group, like, like almost all of them have made music to some degree i mean it's me you chance nick you know like julian julian technically a little <laughs> bit technically right even him a little bit yeah and like um you know and even with the people who don't make music it's like yusuf's three of yusuf's friends made music and then like ryan knew it other became guys a made definitely music. like a trendy hobby yeah it was we like it's like christian made music you know what i'm saying like like that's not normal that's not normal that Noah made music. Like, that's not normal that, you know, you have such a widespread boon and creativity in music. I don't think anyone's ever, that's ever happened in history before because there's so much more work to do that before. Like, to, to assemble a band or to record or to distribute or to promote. But SoundCloud and, you know, computer and technologies, like, consolidated that into a format where people were just doing stuff i mean like and people who would just one off do music like it'd be like andrew webb dropped like one song and then dipped but that's still like you know what i'm saying unprecedented and so and like i said that's why i was asking people dipping their toes in. yeah that's what i was saying was like i so i was hitting up tim the other day and i was like dude like like you gotta tell me about for instance like days from imperial because that was all happening at the same time it's like we had like the Craigs making music at the same time that all this stuff was happening. But yes, I remember them vividly saying like, Oh, you and Nathan should like open at our next concert and like do a song. And Oh, we could do this song and this song. Like, it didn't happen, but even just like, it was like interesting that those conversations were happening, even if yeah. it didn't come to fruition every time. It's crazy. It's crazy. And like, and even like, like Lil pump during that time, he was like a, I feel like Lil pump kind of, even though he's like a meme now, it's like, he kind of, embodied like the soundcloud rap kind of person where he was like a high schooler who just blew up overnight and then became irrelevant at the same time soundcloud rap kind of became irrelevant but he kind of just like came and went mm. but that's like a very special moment where like a high school kid who does basically like not is has no like music theory talent has no talent in like a band or producing he just I was having fun. He just like rapped on some. This beat. guy would not be near an instrument twenty this, years ago. Th yeah, twenty years ago, he would not have blown up. He would right. not have been like. But he was just the most successful one out of a legion of people like him who were just yeah. hopping on beats and just having fun, being silly. And he just happened to blow up because of it and make millions of dollars. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's interesting though too because I feel like, I feel like almost during that time, I feel like because there was that community aspect to it 
like the quality of music didn't have to be that high for people to listen to it. You know what I mean? Where you could kind of make shitty music with shitty effort that probably has no business anyone listening to it. You know, I know I have done that. And it was like during that time though, it was like, um, I don't know. It felt like there was, there was definitely still judgment, but it felt like people would still like check it out. You know what I mean? Listen to it. But that was, that's what's crazy is the genre of hip hop in that, that was like a genre of hip hop that like that whole like home feel, that whole like iPhone mic. It's like amateur porn. It's like the amateur porn of music. Maybe. I mean, (laughs) it's like the the, camcorder. I mean, think about when, when X blew up, you know, with songs like, like with members only and like he, his oldest songs with them were just on a blue Yeti mic, you know, like, um, cause I watched this documentary and it's like, it's a blue Yeti mic on garage band and all his songs, you can hear it. It has that, like that he, he made that popular, that whole like distorted blowing out the mic, but it got people hype. Yeah. And I feel like so many people, it, it, it opened up the door. Like you didn't have to be someone who knew how to mix how to master, how to produce, to make music. You just had to, you know. You just, really didn't just, need just, that much just, talent. You, you don't even need. You didn't need that you even much need, you, you didn't even need to be on beat. I mean, Blueface was blown up at this point, and Blueface wasn't even on beat. The standards so, were extremely low. <laughs> but it was crazy because people, like, enjoyed it, you know. And, like, I was one of those people. At first, I didn't understand why. And then you start, it's like a whole, a whole genre was formed out of people just having fun and being silly on like trap sure. beats yeah. and so anyway i listened I, to it, the shit out of it at the time. yeah and so like i i started writing this little write-up i'm not done yet um but it's probably gonna be like five chapters of this timeline but i've been like going through it and kind of delving into like for instance realizing like you know talking about finesse j and how he started sound they were like, i think like the timeline there's like a timeline to it also where yeah the timeline was like at least from my perspective, it might have been a little different from you, but it was like for, for Finesse J, Garrett Neighbor, yeah, and they were kind of like at our school, and and it was like, oh wow, these guys are actually getting some traction. Like, oh, that's that's like crazy, yeah. you know. And, and they were good, and I liked they their were music. Definitely good. I was like, yeah. oh wow, their music is good. Everyone was. I remember like being in like the car with like PJ, and we were in his van, and he had just start- learned how to drive, and we were. Um, like in his van and i remember we all felt cool because we were like vaping and i remember we were in his van and he was dri- he's driving we didn't have our parents there we're vaping and we were listening to Fernesser j like that was like part of that experience and that memory in my head and that was like the first time and i was like oh wow like someone i know someone i could see is making music and then it was like like you're saying all these people are kind of coming out of nowhere you know um and we're also just like learning about music ourselves. Like we probably weren't that into music even at all. Yeah. And so we're we're getting into music ourselves. And then I think that honestly we were probably pretty early on the trend too because you had we already made early. music videos yeah. and you had already like had that experience and we kind of had already talked about it just as like a not even in we we just, just like a hypothetical as like a joke yeah but to have fun kind of like yeah, yeah. and so it, it was already kind of in the works and then you know when that. It just was the right timing, and uh, yeah, and we went for it, and uh, yeah, and the and that was uh, that was great. Yeah, and so right now I have like this little this little notes, and I told Tim about it. I'm gonna try to convert it to Notion, but 
I like started out. Can I ask with, too, just before we go on that, why yeah, do you yeah. start with it in Apple Notes and not just start with it in Notion? If you know you eventually want it in I Notion, I think because Notion for iOS is a little slow. So like, it's kind of like still more fluid to just like if I'm. You were typing it out on your phone. I just t- well, I typed out some of it on my phone. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas like, and Notion's like you have to go to like the certain page and do these things. Yeah, I hundred um, percent agree. But. I, I mean, Notion's really great. I use it for, I use it all the time. It's probably my most used app on my computer because yeah. of law school. It I guess I just my... would have never considered writing that much. Well, I, I just, I just, for me, I, yeah. I avoid typing on my phone, like at all costs. Like, yeah. that's like a, like, I would rather just go to my computer. So, but yeah, no, sorry, I, I write a lot. And basically I started actually, yeah, like I, I literally like feel like a historian because I like delved into Vanessa J's socials and Garrett neighbors and just kind of like and then I'm, I'm really learning. glad you're documenting this too. Cause yeah, because it's, like, it's like and I wrote like it'll be super. I'm cool. writing like the dates and like what happened under it. Um, so I started out Finesse J because they're the earliest ones and Garrett neighbor, and then Kitty Money was actually next. I didn't I realized in this timeline because he released his first music video. Who, just who is Kitty Money? Sincere. Oh my God, Prince Imani. You Prince, mean? well, he was Kitty Money first. Oh my God, and then you he became Prince Money and it's Sincere. You That's what I'm saying. I'm I forgot story. he was ever. Oh my God, I remember he was Kitty Money because that first music mm-hmm. video Kiana was in. My friend yep. Kiana, and yep. I was like, and that's how I found out about him. And his Kiana. first music video. Oh my god. If you gosh, look at the yeah. so so Prince November, so this is what I wrote. November twenty. This is from Exit. I made sure to specify it's from my POV. So I'm sure. Part of me even wants to like interview Finesse J once I'm really into this and almost ask him like, well, who was before you? You know what I'm saying? Like, and if he or really was a chain was the reaction, first... follow it all the way back. Right, yeah. right. So, but from my POV, it was definitely Finesse J first. Same and that here. was November 29, 2016, when they dropped their first song, which was called On Deck on SoundCloud. And it reached like 10,000 plays in just less than a month or no two months but that was pretty good for someone it was still Extremely early good. It, like soundcloud time, was still very like, at a time early. that would feel like crazy like that'd be like whoa like that's amazing you know it's not mm-hmm. this pre-tiktok you know what I yes mean? tiktok now kind of i feel like makes those numbers seem like small yeah. but back then it was different and then so i wrote down that january 29 2017 was when sincere dropped his first music video mm. which was only I didn't realize it was that close. What was close. the music video called too? It was called Girl. Yep, that's yeah. Kiana. Kiana and was that the one, one in blew that. up too. Oh my and that god! Was, I remember but that, that so was vividly. only two months after Finesse J totally started. Wait, his I was career. in one of his music videos. You, too. He was. You were, and I wrote that down. Was too. I in that one of Girl? You weren't. You weren't in that one. one. You were in one that was a, a lot later. But, oh my god, that's um, so funny. Oh my god. November 2016 was when Finesse J and Gnabe came out, and then it was just two months later. Kitty Money, so these two are actually kind of the OGs, Kitty Money and Finesse J and Gnabe. And then it started, and then the three of them basically just, the three of them were kind of like the first SoundCloud rappers, and that was your sophomore year, my junior year. So it was still like growing. I remember that so vividly. But your junior year and my senior year, I wrote, was the peak. That was when everyone jumped on. So these guys like started it, and then everyone just jumped on the boat because. In the summer, Finesse J released his first solo single. So that was July 2nd, 2017. And that was, was that one Can't Be Me? That was, no, no, that was Geeked Off Love. Geeked Off Can't Love. Can't Be Me was soon. This was, that was 
in the school year, but in the summer he dropped Geeked Off Love. And wait, the neighbor Garrett and Finesse or Jay, which song did they have together? Because I I'm had lots of songs together. Yeah, the, I didn't realize that. Yeah, there was a few the of them that like I they was had super like four into. or five songs. Yeah, I know, I know. It's I know which one you're talking about. It's Can't Talk. That's oh, like yeah, their best song talk. together. That's a good one. Yeah, that one good. came out like while well, we were already in the square. But this is the summer before my senior year, summer before your junior year. God, got it. And I'm totally forgetting so much. In of this. the summer, that's when the third the third character in the story, which is Slump Boys, come in, which was Chance, Aaron, Steven, and Adrian, and they just start blowing up. Yeah, they. See, drop. I didn't really meet them until yeah. until later, so I didn't even really know. But about they this. started. They blew up over the summer. And then into the senior year, they just rode that wave. And so they dropped Psycho Soon, which got a couple thousand streams. And then they dropped Picture Frame, July 30, 2017. And that thing, I mean, now has 32,000 plays. So that's like Finesse or J numbers. And that basically. one was Freestyle. Off freestyle, the Chance. Um, and they just start going crazy. So I'm that just shows right. how easily you could get 32,000 plays, though, too. And they were just doing it off like a Yeti mic, kind of like yeah. X. And so they... And actually, I think Chance even come in here and correct it. Actually, I think he recorded one of his songs off of like a PlayStation mic even or something like that. So oh, that's, wow. But anyway, so I've just been documenting that. And Dead Beach happens over the summer. They start blowing up. And then we come in in September. That was when Flex on UG dropped. And that's that crazy. Was, that was September. Uh, yeah, was it, it was, before the school started or was it, it, was it like was a couple weeks in, wasn't it? A couple weeks in, yeah. I think. And then we go in and then we kind of are like in the tail end of 2017 that's when so we're dropping kitty money's dropping some boys dropping and finesse or J. and then 2018 is when all hell breaks loose and everyone just starts jumping on because 2018 everyone just starts jumping on i haven't gone there yet in my documentation but 2018 actually i think to begin days from imperial dropped in january and then there's a lot of things that happen after that so i'm still working on it but that's my progress oh, so wow, far. Yeah. That's that's interesting that we came out before them. That yeah. Days from Imperial, because in my mind they kind of were a little bit before us too, but not in a band capacity. But they were doing worship stuff. Yeah. For like freshman and sophomore year for me, I saw them in worship all the time, and then they did the band stuff. Which oh my gosh, I think their songs were some of the best music that came out. Like their songs are definitely in terms of quality. Yeah. Some of the best. I feel like in the in that whole boon of soundcloud rap that was happening i mean obviously the top top dog was finesse or jay i mean there's no question about that absolutely but days from imperial definitely was like this random like indie rock kind of thing going on and i want to include them like five six concerts i went to so many of their yeah. concerts and, and i like, want to include like, them because like that's one thing i've noticed is in this timeline it starts out being just soundcloud rap but it actually evolves where like now like danny's really making music because of it but he's edm he's electronic music and and the doors been open where like because of soundcloud noah's ex mimi like drops an r&b song and so like it i wanted to emphasize that this whole soundcloud rap thing kind of opened up the door for other musicians and other genres to kind of experiment to drop like noah's friend who makes future funk you know like now drops on soundcloud all the time so it's like I wanted to show that Days from Imperial is just as important because they're kind of like was a, they were kind of like 
a group that was opening up that door like kind of staking their claim as another genre and that's something that was a foreshadowing you of need what to happened do in this five later. chapter book you need to have one like section dedicated to chain reaction because that place is chain iconic. reaction that place actually is interestingly enough so i was documenting this was iconic because they were the second show for finesse j yeah i know i, I remember i remember it, everyone going to chain reaction yeah. for finesse j i didn't even go but i remember even hearing about chain reaction everyone yeah it was like it's crazy yeah. that like that was the spot and we got to grace that stage yeah. ourselves aweb had a concert finesse j aweb and paypal that i've totally forgot about that i just remember that right now but they did too and it's like that was like and days from imperial i think performed more than any the, yeah they they were there for sure they were there like all the time like days from imperial like and i feel like being a band of like three people and being like a rock band like it just made it a lot easier for them to sell tickets and they also even went into the small room at uh at Oh, house of blues house of blues yeah they were at house of blues that's a big deal i was like i remember when that happened i was like i went to like, i actually was so thinking of like hitting them up almost not like all of them but like wondering how they got those um wondering how they got those gigs i mean obviously we got chain reaction but um in case i want to do iron sharpens iron over the summer i like have to figure out because it's all changed after COVID. i remember they were so, pumping those tickets at church at everywhere they went they were performing at church every week they yeah. were performing on like they were, it just they just were constant promotion of those shows it was and because it was a band three people i don't know it, it was like their family was pumping it it was like they just had a whole community pumping their concerts i was part of it too and every concert the same people went it was like a whole community of people probably 75% church people too i would say it was a church extra that's cool though event. that's really yeah. cool so it was definitely um but you could definitely talk to them too to see if there's anything other than that but i i'm like pretty confident that i remember them just all the time being like hey have you got your tickets yet like at yeah. this date can you make it like come to me buy t they always had tickets on them you know what i'm I mean? just happy that like even like me and you got to do that like a couple times oh yeah that's yeah that was just um, perform and stuff like that's crazy that that even happened. it's great like it's like that's what i'm saying is isn't it kind of a fever dream when you think about the it absolutely like, when you dream. think about it it's like kind of a fever dream that's why i kind of wanted to write it down because i'm like that's crazy that this all happened like it's a fever this, dream. like like normal high school experiences before us didn't include this like like you said yes this wasn't like the forefront it wasn't like we were like talking about music like all the time like oh guys like oh but it was something that was happening in the background that when you look back it's like wait i think that was kind of like unique to us our experience and so that's why i kind of wanted to write it down even her high school she had a guy making music no well you went to elementary with him but he was blowing up kind of a little bit he was making soundcloud music during that time take 45 he's like mm -hmm. and like she even knew a guy she was like i was when we first met i was like saying like oh like soundcloud rap and she's like oh i knew like a guy who made like soundcloud rap Dude, he's like now has like a few hundred thousand listeners and stuff, wow. and he's blown up on TikTok. So he's like, and I got to meet him, but yeah, um, like even she even impacted her. So it's like, wow, people, it's like this whole weird thing that kind of now it's TikTok, obviously, but it was just way TikTok even it's different. Than and SoundCloud. I feel like with with TikTok now, looking at these artists that blow up, every single one of them, in order to be on TikTok, I feel like has to have some sort of gimmick. They all are like very gimmicky to me. Like you have to have some like persona. You have to have some like 
like thing you do like omegle where you're like on there like showing them your music or like some like weird personality like it's some yeah. sort of it's not as authentic the music doesn't speak for itself it's like there's something that has else that has to happen and i felt like when we were in the soundcloud kind of era of our high school it was very authentic very agreed you didn't have to you didn't have to be anything other than yourself and, and, and even the tiktok thing right it's like what blows up is like 15 seconds of the song but with with us what blew up was the whole song people would go on soundcloud and hear the whole thing like finesse or jay's people knew the whole song you weren't just knowing a little 10 second snippet that blew up on tiktok and yeah you're right it's like it was i feel like it's so much more authentic in that soundcloud era people would just be throwing up stuff man you just threw up a song random you have to make ten thousand videos along Mm -hmm. with it with some sort of get into the algorithm yeah yeah like tiktok's a lot more like i feel like manufactured and a lot more like um i I don't know like mark marketing-esque i don't know the right word for it but like i definitely you know what i'm saying like people who are on tiktok they act like they are just kind of like oh look at me i'm just like an aspiring artist but no there is actually like an it's algorithm methodical. it's very that's the right word it's, it's very methodical there's a whole algorithm that they're cracking to get into like your phone they have a they have a word document pulled up and they're like okay this video is gonna have this script and i'm yeah. gonna act in this yeah. way and and you gotta keep up all the trends like what kind of trends are going on tiktok that like i can be part of with my music and how can i change it to fit me oh, i'm making this song so these lyrics are gonna be very easy to like people for people to lip sync it so yeah. they could like pr- like yeah. it's very uh yeah for sure where it's uh it's yeah. very methodical very absolutely methodical. there's a strategy but in back when we were that's what i'm saying is it's so unique because even the music now like is not like that it's like it's like you said yeah like it's kind of gone back to how it was before where like you do have people making music at your school but i feel like they're kind of the same people that like you would have when you're in the eighties, like that random group that like is makes music and they're probably locally popular. I'll get a very good grasp into this when Landon goes to high school and then I'll yeah. be like, I'll be able to ask him more and see like the vibe. I should ask faith even. Cause she's obviously yeah, ask, pretty you should in, totally ask in high school, but yeah. Or like Naomi, which is her sister. But I, based on what, even how they kind of seem to be acting, it seems like it's not that big of a deal anymore like because and and i know because soundcloud's not a big deal anymore people don't nothing blows up on soundcloud what happened anymore. to soundcloud like why did it die i feel uh, like it was got bankrupt a... <laughs> Weird. it like almost got bankrupt i think it like and and i feel like it was that's what i'm saying is that's crazy that like there's a whole music site that was synonymous with a genre of music that's never happened before like, you don't think spotify i think oh a spotify artist or spotify rap i think spotify and i think of but, like artists are now poor artists that don't get money but soundcloud was like associated with a certain sound that like you went to soundcloud to hear a certain type of rap and like trap that was coming out it's just so special and i kind of look back on it and it's like wow that was like a fever dream it's weird that there isn't a community keeping soundcloud like propped up you know what i mean where it's like i feel like it's it died so quickly it's like i was like i love that it was there it was kind of like nice and then it eventually just like died and it's sad but yeah, it, I remember also. I think maybe one factor that I can kind of see is when I remember when we were in, when we were in high school. You go on SoundCloud, it was like free. It was like straight up, like it just felt like a forum. You know what I mean? The vibe wasn't that it costed things. And now you go on SoundCloud and every there's an ad every song. There's like an ad all over the place. They want you to buy premium. Like it just seems like the vibe has changed with the app. Yeah, 
and i feel like i feel like a lot of people now like they post music and it goes on spotify so it's very different but soundcloud you have like the comments and the likes and you could see the plays when it's under a thousand and you could change the cover art change the song delete it whenever you want it's like it just feels so much more like um rudimentary but it makes it relatable you know spotify feels really like Ivory you could also send someone a link and like if they had apple music they still could listen to soundcloud you know what i mean you send someone a link and you know yeah. spotify isn't does everyone doesn't have spotify you know what i mean like i mean yeah. like, sophia an example right you have youtube music still is that what it is shame on you <laughs> <laughs> yeah but soundcloud anyone could listen to it you know it was just like everyone has sound everyone you yeah. can see the link you see a web browser i almost want to make a, f- a final tally at the end of this and like how many people made music like just just show like right read the names of like everyone who made music and it's like it's like there's no way that happened in you know what's a unique before. experience that we that happened with us too that you need to include is that we had and i think this is probably something that will like almost never happen again but we had multiple teachers play our music videos for the classroom like that sentence alone is like kind of insane that's what right? i'm saying is i think that it was sentence- a unique a unique time in history can you imagine a teacher just being like to their students like oh tim teal cop made another music video let's put it up on the projector in front of like 50 st- what the fuck like what I, I would never even uh if someone told me that yeah that that was uh pretty crazy right isn't it kind of a fever dream you know, think back on it it's like that, yeah. it's like yeah like we were Bro, on Ms. tiger Tube. we were that. on tiger tube <laughs> off of the fact that our music video was so popular at school it's like we're like we're gonna like take it was like the only two co-hosts in the entire year that were not in tiger tube we weren't even on tiger tubes like staff it's like they brought us in because we were that much of a meme that it's like let's have a guest co-host that's crazy oh my god that's crazy that's so that's a fever dream you know what i'm saying yeah it's like there's so many small details that i just forget that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying that's why like i'm writing it it down i'm writing it down because i'm like like one day i don't know like even if i never tell my kids about this but if they are ever interested like oh like why'd you make music i'm like let me tell you like sit down everyone's story time come here over on my lap come come on my lap because i'm like this is a whole like Cause I, and I feel like it only hit me really when I started dating Soph and I was telling her about like the whole storyline. Cause I'm like, Oh, like you have to understand this came out because this came out and because this came out and like this guy's making music, this dude's doing this and this is why they, they collabed. And when I was explaining it to her, it kind of made me realize like, Oh wow, this is actually like kind of a lot. Like there's like a lot of moving parts here that I, I kind of just viewed it like you, like, you know, we made music, but then I never realized when you actually just say the whole story, it's like actually kind of cool. There's all these like little things happening. It is a so story. anyway, I started writing that and I think that's like something that I'll update on the podcast whenever I finish it. It might take a few years, but um, I don't know. It's I'm been, glad, it's I'm been glad you're starting on it. I'm glad you're, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I, yeah, it's, it's hard for me to even wrap my head around everything. And it's a few, it's definitely a fever dream. And it's, uh, yeah, I remember, uh, you know, just showing up to class after the music video came out and then, like, you s- slowly starting to realize that, like, oh, people know about this music video. And I remember, I remember every single week my senior year, even though you were gone, even though, like, it, the music scene was dying, it peaked my junior year, your senior year. And, 
you know, everything was like dwindling down and I kind of felt like alone at school. I, every single week, someone would come up to me and say, are you the guy from flexing on you, G? Every single week, someone I didn't know. I had no idea who it was, but, and it yeah. always amazed me. I was yeah. like, I, I was like, yeah, what the fuck? It like, there's a, there was a ripple effect. That, and that was happened still to there. me too, where I had people I didn't even know. Uh, there's a guy sitting next to an econ. I don't even, I'd never even talked to him ever. And then it was like, Hey, I saw your music video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who are you? Yeah. I don't even know you, dude. It's so funny. That was great. I, that's a, that's a crazy experience that people just like, that was like total like internet like moment where it's like people don't know you one day like you're you're just like a normal student and then the next day it's like you're like this like weird like meme it it wasn't i didn't feel like cool per it se. wasn't uh, yeah it wasn't it w- i mean it was cool in a sense like wow like that's kind of cool that like that happened you know yeah but it, i mean like yeah it wasn't like oh like I think Vanessa J was like cool. Yeah, exactly. Vanessa like, J and Garrett Neighbor were cool. We were like just like known. Like we were just like a yeah. meme. Yeah, like, we were just a meme. It was like it was more like. But I think yeah. what I wanted to incorporate into my little write up was that with us, we were the pioneers, or I guess you could say like the first like music that reached a whole new population of Valencia that Vanessa J never even touched. Mm. Vanessa J's music touched a certain group of people at Valencia. Our music was like, that's what made us so popular was we were the first. And it was like that whole, I know for me, the whole like honors AP kind of group, like all of them were just existing. And then our music came out and it was like spread like wildfire in that population. Like they were, none of them knew Vanessa J. None of them were listening to Finesse J, but they were listening to us. You know, it was, what I'm saying? It was memified like, to like I would say I would honestly say like probably like all the IB yeah. kids knew who we were. The nerds, the, the nerds that, knew that's who the we classification. Were. It was it was the nerdier kids who I loved at Valencia. I yeah. was honestly like you know you know me. I was always hanging out with like the I feel like the the baseball people didn't really like mix with those people for some reason, and I was always like. I loved them. I thought that they were the best. And they definitely spread like wildfire in that group. Because that group, like, I think we were the first, like, SoundCloud people that kind of, like, came into their lives. It was also, like, our music you know? was, like, that the Flexing on UG was, like, a clean, family-friendly song. You know what yeah. I mean? It wasn't it wasn't anything, like, outrageous. And the music video yeah. was very funny, memeified, yeah. like, cringy. Yes. Yeah. Where it was, like, because I feel like if we were, like, fuck that bitch, fuck that stupid bitch. Like, it would never go in that community. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Because they don't like that vibe. And yeah. then and then because it was clean, I think that was yeah. a huge element. It was clean. Like, it was... Nicholas listening to it, your brother, yeah. Nicholas. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree completely. Because Vanessa J, like, he, like, I mean, unless you're really into rap, you don't understand half what he's saying. Like, I do, because it's like, he's using all this slang and stuff, but we were just like, it kind of felt like Rhett and Link almost dropping like a music video or like some, you know, like <laughs> it was a Rhett and Link. Right, it was kind of like Rhett and Link, Rhett and Link so. but it wasn't like, yeah. That's why Rhett and Link's group, it, like their music doesn't like hit for like, you know, it's the, not gonna be on hip hop heads. Exactly. Yeah, it's not exactly. Be on heads. Exactly. Finesse J is that. That's why they were cooler too, because we were kind of like that, like PG Finesse J, like exactly good mythical GMM, like. But that's Rhett and Link. but our music, like I think was that's actually one thing I'm kind of curious about was i think our music was more popular well our not our music but flexing ug was more popular at valencia more known at valencia than finesse j because finesse j's audience was only like the portion of kids at valencia who actually listened to like true like trap 
and I noticed that a lot of his fan base was like outside of Valencia. Like his first show was in LA and he was, you know, rubbing shoulders with like Nav and like D Savage and like Lil Pump. You know, that's like a certain group of people that like not everyone Valencia is even keen to knowing, but our music kind of like, I feel like was more known in the school. I don't think even, we, we didn't get outside of those We didn't walls. get out of the school. Yeah. Don't like Finesse is more popular overall in the community, but we like had a more popular song in the school because the teachers probably didn't know Finesse J was, but they knew who we were. <laughs> yeah. They knew who we were, you know, cause, so. they, cause it was also like this, the kids in the class. Like, I feel like if we had some explicit music video, there was no chance that they would show the teacher. You know what yeah. I mean? But it was never us showing the teacher. The teacher yeah, we always never showed, found out. Yeah, we someone never, in the class someone had showed the them. guts to show them our music video. And the teachers were the ones who actually like, like effed with it too. Like they were like, oh, like this is funny. Like let's yeah, play this. They loved it. The they te- loved we it. Were, so we were a hit. You, we were if, a hoot in the teacher's <laughs> lounge. lounge. That's the crazy you. part is that like, I think I did hear that, that like the teachers were literally talking about us in the teacher's lounge. And like, that's why we would even be on Tiger Tube is because enough people in the student body were like oh like we're fine with these people representing or whatever but like finesse j and garrett neighbor would never be up there because it's like their music was only for yeah. a select group i would people. say like let's say this let's say if someone a random student at valencia like someone like ripped off their headphones and listened to what they were listening to like you know what i mean i feel like the the students that were seen in the population as cool kids would be listening to Finesse J and Garrett Neighbor. And I feel like if someone was caught unironically listening to our music, they would be seen as like a weirdo or that weird music taste. You know what I mean? I don't feel like Yeah. We didn't have any street cred. We didn't have well, we, we didn't have street cred. But we had I think more popularity within yeah, the show. Like, <laughs> but it's weird how to explain it. It's, it's weird to explain, very it. Hard to explain it. it. It's very hard to explain, but I think, yeah. It's like yeah, I never thought of it. It's that family friendly vibe, I think. That the teacher and it it appealed to all these age ages and different kinds of people which i think was unintentional too i don't even oh think it so was. unintentional like we were just having fun we i remember when we just made it i was just like to me it was just like another like one of my like fun music videos that i just make not even to blow up just for fun just because i i like i like making music videos and stuff but um i don't know i guess like everyone yeah it was weird but it happened yeah Dude, I, I would love to just like go back to like past him and just like sit in that classroom like where the teacher's showing the music video to the class. I was always so embarrassed when that happened. Me too. And it happened in like four of my classes, which is insane or something like that. Like I remember like that feeling of like shock that would like come down my body when that when it would when the teacher was even suggesting it. like when the teacher found out about it after yeah. the first time it happened, yeah. I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's I how like, I felt too. I was like it's a God, experience. do not put it on the projector. And then they'd ask, they'd be like, is there anything explicit in it? And you're like, I'm fucked. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah. then then they're asking to play it pretty much. You know hey, what I yeah, mean? At, at least you're not the guy who's in most of the video. Like, I'm the one who's rap. Like, I thought you're, I also <laughs> think your part, like, was actually better than mine in that, in, in that song too. Bro, there, is that, that, uh, I don't think you could say one part is better than the other part in I that song. I feel like it is. No, like, I mean, obviously, like, there's lines from both of our parts that became like very iconic at Valencia but I feel like I feel like your part actually like now that I can like go back to the song with like fresh ears I can't believe you're saying (laughs) I think it's actually better I mean I don't know if like either part is like good per se but I think your part's better when you're talking about shit and there's some other shit sitting next to it I mean 
it doesn't matter. Yours if, smells a little. Yeah, it doesn't less. matter. If one Yours smells, smells a little yeah, less. It's not I a, think. It's not a. Uh, I will <laughs> say. I, I think what's the most fun memory of that song is performing it. Oh that, yeah, that, that was like absolutely. to see like everyone chanting the lyrics. Is yeah. like everyone knew that song word for word. That's Look, insane. Looking back at the concert, we might as well have just played that song five times. You know what I mean? I know that's <laughs> that's song... what the freaking audience wanted. But that that yeah. was great. Yeah, that was a that was definitely a moment. Is the uh, is performing it live a hundred percent. I it, fever dream. It's all a fever dream. Yes. It's a hundred percent a fever dream. That uh, <laughs> is very strange that we even did. Um, looking back on it, especially COVID, I feel like gives it so much distance. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That really, like, I feel like pre-COVID, it was like I could wrap my head around it and I was kind of still in it. And then now, like, post-COVID, it feels like that was such a long time ago, you know? Even though it really wasn't that long ago, but it feels like yeah. it was a long time ago. I don't think we've ever talked about flexing your G on the podcast, too, by the way. There's I think no way. The f- we've had to have talked about it before. I think, no way, like, <clears throat> like, we've referenced it, but I don't know if we've ever, like said like kind of like oh, i thought like we've talked about it briefly but maybe not as in as yeah. much detail but yeah. either way it's out there now um yeah any- i still think the music video while the song was terrible i do that music video was really good like just like the location <laughs> that's probably how it blew up too editing. There, like, there's like how how is there that was like kind of like a cool contrast is that the music video was really high quality and the song was so low quality that it made it even more like memeified like it was like two kids who had no business fucking making music in general yeah. let alone rap like rapping it was two kids like behind and there's a mansion behind them like the fucking mansion of the goddamn town yeah, you know like, what i mean like, uh, like arnold schwarzenegger's right yeah, wasn't it his it was, it was it was some dr arnold schwarzenegger's like house and it was like the there was like a mansion like it was like a glass house it doesn't exist anymore but everyone knew that location and then oh my god and then we got that in front of the other mansion so it was like if, if someone was gonna do that music video like like legit like that probably would be like a ten thousand dollar shoot you know what i mean like that'd be like an insane music right am i crazy yeah for saying i think that? i think it was uh i think it was it was definitely a better music video than song and i think that's like what made it i mean that's what Bro, made the it- celica pulling into the mansion i can't even <laughs> believe we did that that's actually good. It was like it's like looking back on the music video. It's like that the music video is like weirdly super super good for some reason. I think it's definitely like something that like I would enjoy watching if I wasn't yeah Bamba short. Yeah, <laughs> like if I like I'd just be like oh okay. Two, I, I like that. Two, two freaking high scores. I didn't even drive. Remember this one scene where I was freaking <laughs> inching us forward in the expedition. oh yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And I remember, I didn't even know how to drive at the time. Like, you just started driving, and we were, like, making this, like, music video, like, with our cars and shit. And, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, crazy stuff, dude. I like, and I love that, that, that shot of both of our, like, both of our, like. It, it was the, good. And, it's all good. Like, the every whole, like, shot of that music video The whole, good. like, um, even the thumbnail for it, like, with both of the cars like that. And I think it was actually, uh, it, it. It was definitely the best Valencia music video. It was the best music video we've ever made too. Like that, like we never got to that quality again, yeah. even close to. Because it. it had like a certain like color scheme to it too, and everything. Yeah. It was like so. I think it was cool. I mean, I I, I don't regret making it at all. Like I'll see now in hindsight, look back, it was like a fun memory. Hell no, I don't, I don't regret, regret making it. it. it no, good. that's like a huge like defining high school experience moment. Absolutely. I think what's the one thing I'm just proud of is that. I've finally made, 
like music that's actually like good now like i yeah. kind of got you to that stuck point with the hobby stuck with the hobby yeah. and now like it's like i look at that as almost like progress now it's like oh like that's where i started that's cool you know yeah it'd be different if i was still making music that same quality yeah, which, i'd be like oh which to give you some credit too is like when you when we were making flexing on your g we it was it was music video first music second like it oh was, yes it was, absolutely uh, the purpose of the, the music, music was to yeah. let us make a music video that yeah. was the whole point absolutely and so that is a, another like factor and it was the first i mean I, I mean it was the first rap song i ever like made like yeah like i've like and it was the first like original rap song i ever made because i was like i was like i never made like i don't know i mean it obviously it was like skateboard p and stuff like that but I don't know. I feel like it's it wasn't bad for the first for both of our first like like usually a first song kind of really sucks, but it's like hey, it actually wasn't like it's it wasn't like that. Bad. It was so bad that it was good. Yeah, but that's the point. <laughs> that's like the point of like music, a lot of songs back then. Yeah, you know? that so. music video. Yeah, that music video is uh is iconic. Absolutely iconic. And yeah, well, how many plays is it even at now? Is like six thousand something or? I don't know. I don't. It's I don't like even all know. people have lunch. They're like, that's like the one thing is that those views are not outside of those walls of that school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's just see. What is it? It's at? definitely not like the YouTube community or something looking at that. Yeah. Oh, what the heck? <laughs> I've always, it's always popped up whenever I put it in, but it was guys flexing just popped up. What the heck? Why is it not popping up? Flexing AG, Bamba Short. I have to literally put Bamba Short in there too. There we go. It used to be that you could put in Flexing AG and it'd be the first yeah, one. Yeah, what the heck happened? I think the algorithm, we're just losing uh, the algorithm. We're losing traction here. Yeah, September of 2017. Oh, it's so funny. 5,939 views, almost 6,000. Oh, we got to get it to 6K. Get, pump it to 6K. Everyone. Pump it to 6K. <laughs> Come on, guys. Yeah, that's great. I like you put the lyrics in the... The comments are kind of, like, rough, too. That's so funny. And there's more dislikes than likes, right? If we go on the thing, it was like... I don't I don't remember. I have to check my... Cause now, this now comment show. is so iconic, too. I honestly didn't think it was possible to have a verse worse than Paul's until now. It's because Logan Paul was making the diss tracks at the same time. At the same time. That is a yeah. huge piece of context. That's a huge piece of context. Oh, my God. It's so funny. The diss track era was real. That was that was kind of like crazy though, because we were all watching that, like the keeping up with that whole situation. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, that uh, looking at the comments there is so funny. Oh my gosh, Andrew Proust was on there, <laughs> commenting. Yeah, not the finesse or J crowd. <laughs> not the finesse or J crowd, man. This crowd was uh, they were our people. They were our people. God damn it. Our people. I could walk to the senior lot and walk by and know that those cross country guys were my people. <laughs> Let me tell you what. Oh, oh my gosh! Every track person, because my track coach like literally would say like "flex G," like to end our freaking track meetings with three hundred people on our team. That's like all the throwers, all no, the sprinters. Say on he wouldn't say that. He'd say flexing on Eugene. Flexing on, on Eugene. Flexing on Eugene. Yeah. He never got it right. He never knew like exactly what but it was. But he ended every every meeting. He's like the head track and field coach. And it's like we're all sitting there. And he'd end it every single time with Flexing Eugene. 
Yeah. That's true, yeah. I remember there was a few times that I was like walking with someone and I walked by the track people and they were like, Hey, plug the LUD or like something like that. Or like, they like mentioned it or something, or like, hey, blink blah, blink blah, or like something like that. And then the person next to me would be like, What the fuck is that? Like they didn't know. And I was like, it's that I remember having like some really funny conversations where the other and it was funny because I met Emily during that so it's like so emily was kind of like in the thick of that end of my junior year kind of you know middle of my junior year i remember it was right after i released i met emily right after i released my own first song the open source one. Oh yeah and i remember showing it to her like like after a week of us dating or something and i was like this thing is your songs actually did pretty well too like yeah some of them did okay a lot, a lot but- of them got like a pretty decent amount of plays like yeah, I know. mean, not that much like compared to some people, but it got it was it was something. Well, all I, I will say is this: is like if you were getting like you were getting like eight hundred plays, like you know, like that's coming from somewhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, definitely at Valencia, I think people were listening. Yeah. So and so yeah, it was um and then yeah, Emily was there and every and but Sophia, what was your thoughts when you heard about this whole freaking web of like craziness? Because I feel like every school has their own unique personality. And so it's kind of interesting that your guys' personality was like the SoundCloud rap. Yeah, it definitely was. It definitely was. And like each class also has their own personality as well. And it seems like, yeah, a lot of it was around the same age as like Nathan. So I don't think it's probably the same um, right now. Yeah, I, I don't think it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. We we gotta get faith. We gotta get faith to see what we gotta get our uh we gotta get our fingers yeah. on the pulse of <laughs> the current we gotta figure gen. Out what what are the kids up to these days? What are the days? kids up to these days? imagine if the freaking track coach is still like, Okay, guys, any practice, flexing on Eugene on three. <laughs> well he that's the thing is even with him it was an end of an era because he um he that was his last year being coach. And then oh, he, wow. he's now the um principal of Valadez. Oh wow! So, he's like he's like good morning, good morning, students flexing on UG today. <laughs> he's like he like just like keep saying it. He seems like that kind of guy though that would like not let the joke die. Like he he was saying it like for like a year. You know what I mean? He knew. I think he just knew like it was like funny and he loved that music. Video. He's that guy who gets a joke and then he just like holds on to it for a long time. You know, which which I you mean, love that. Our my whole like cross country like four years, he'd always crack your mom jokes. Yeah. <laughs> so. I love him though. He was a great coach. I love him too. I barely knew him, but I love that guy. <laughs> that guy was great, you know. I loved him. But yeah, there's so much to say. We could talk about this topic all day too. Yeah. We, we, we're, you gotta write the whole thing, and that's gonna be. I great. will. I'll, I will try to write the whole thing. That would be great. I can't wait to read that. All right. Any uh, parting thoughts? I have too many thoughts right now. There's so many thoughts. <laughs> it's, it's a, yeah, that's it's a, it's intense thinking about those times.